All right, what's up, everybody? Steven here, the Horror Freak 85. Uh, just figured, give it a minute to go ahead and uh, start up the stream here, get a couple faces in here. <clears throat> oh, excuse me. Uh, Miss Boomstick will be joining very shortly. Uh, okay, I am finally here. <laughs> yep, I was just uh, talking about some Adam Green movies and uh, when Hatchet or when Victor Crowley premiered. Um, he actually surprised the audience. They thought they were going to like watch a Hatchet Marathon or Hatchet 3. And he had surprised them with the Victor Crowley, which would have been really cool to see that. But And then Agreed. I was just saying that once you were here, we were going to discuss them in order. Because I was talking about the guest stars uh, from Hatchet who were on Holliston. So, but, but that's that. How are you? Besides uh, whichever animal it was jumping on you. Oh, that was Max. Uh, he was protesting he likes to harass me when i'm next to the computer so he was trying to climb uh, like he did the other day when he climbed in front of the keyboard mm. <laughs> but Shame we just got me. back and i had to take the dog out and she's been taking forever to go to the bathroom with her allergies the way they are that she keeps one itch and roll mm. so it takes forever to take her outside right. for some dumbass reason this is my fault i took my I have these slip-on loafers that I wear outside. Technically, they're my husband's, but I confiscated them because I can't wear my shoes. So I went outside, uh, slipped off my shoes, then went outside to get her because we had her hooked on a pole when we brought groceries in. So I had to walk around barefoot outside because then she wanted to go bathroom. And I was like, really? I'm out here barefoot. So I had to walk clear up to the front of the house barefoot. And back. <laughs> like, really? It was my own dumbass fault for doing it, but why? <laughs> right. I don't know why I slipped off my shoes to go outside, but yeah, it is what it is. Well, we all take off our shoes <laughs> when we're outdoors. <laughs> so, but oh well. Yep. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so I've just been uh, watching some hatchets this week, uh, working the usual. That's about it. You <laughs> just still dealing with the dog and her allergies she's got hot spots so she's got a big bald spot on her butt so Yikes. trying to tend to that and because we don't have an appointment and we couldn't get in before october so we're having to deal with everything like i have to give her benadryl because i can't get her allergy pills until we go to the vet so i have to give her make sure she's taking her benadryl and sometimes the, some of the food she's not wanting to eat and but she'll end up eating later uh, she's not like starving or anything but for right. some reason one of her foods that she used to like she decided she don't like it no more <laughs> so i don't know it's it's just been a pain trying to deal we got some band-aids and stuff i've happened to first aid her <laughs> Oh, that sucks. But yeah. Yeah. Uh, she's got a huge ass bald spot on her butt. So <laughs> trying to deal with that and make sure she don't open them up. So we got gauze and first aid kits. I've been so, being a little vet tech to my dog. <laughs> gonna, gonna, uh, Do the best her. I can until we can get her into the vet. I was going to say, wrap <laughs> her up, dress her uh, a mummy dog for Halloween. Yeah. Well, at least her butt has been lately. <laughs> but and then taking it off and letting it air and i don't know if you saw the tiktok that i did with the twist song 
but or her rolling on the sidewalk is a regular event right now. I think she's scratching her butt without actually chewing on it. So she's she's, che she's cheating. <laughs> <laughs> well, she usually <laughs> she usually does it for temper tantrums because she's got fourteen percent husky and huskies are known for tem temper tantrums. <laughs> so she does throw those, but now uh, she's doing them to itch her butt on the sidewalk. <laughs> kind of like i remember the family guy when brian he's like oh so i'm a dog huh how about this oh yeah i'm scooting on your floor you like that he's like i might just rub my ass on the floor <laughs> uh, that's another thing i had to do because uh, that's usually when they have like anal gland issues and yeah so i had to do her anal glands so that was fun <laughs> on that fun note uh how about we uh go ahead and get into hatchet yeah <laughs> um which was interesting. Um, I don't know if you know, and I forget exactly how old Adam was. I know he was like between eight and ten. Um, that's actually when he came up with the idea for Victor Crowley when he was a little kid. Um, he was at some camp, and I guess there was like a shed there or something, and uh, like the kids were told to stay out, and so Adam was like, you know, uh, I wonder why, and so he came up with that whole story of Victor Crowley, and he like kind of freaked out the other kids at camp and got in trouble for it telling them about victor crowley so that's <laughs> like he had, had that idea in his head for years prior to it uh becoming a movie which i found pretty funny it's like that's a sick little boy <laughs> but like it yeah we love adam for it <laughs> adam is awesome <laughs> yes he's came up some with awesome movies i have never got to see that tv show which i think i have seen at least one episode it's on Shudder. It's on Shudder. So. Yeah, I know. I'm just so behind on watching stuff. But, but oh my God, D. Snyder as the boss, Lance, Lance Rocket. <laughs> You've been great. I've been diver down. Good night. <laughs> he's like a. He's a. Uh, what was it? Um, came up with a great new song. Um, oh, what was the band? Uh, diver Down is the name of his band. But he was like talking about being a cover band for a band that already exists like the way he put it didn't even make sense <laughs> and they like make fun of him at one point there's like they're like trying to figure out his sexuality they're like riley's sex is oral <laughs> like everything he's like, like, it's like riley is a guy's name or a girl's name and he's just True. like so <laughs> like, but it's funny how they're trying to like allude to it and he keeps like going around and it's hilarious <laughs> uh, and uh d was even saying um after uh when we were talking to him at one of the conventions and stuff and like some of the outfits that he wore were actually his that he used to wear <laughs> for twisted sister that he wore on the show the same shoes and some other stuff and so okay but anyway um we'll go ahead and start uh going into hatchet here um we got the cast here i'll go ahead and read it off uh joel david moore uh, played Ben. Uh, hopefully I say her name right. Amara Zaragoza. Um, she is the first Mary Beth Dunstan, uh, which is later replaced by Danielle Harris. Uh, Dion Richmond is Marcus. Kane Hodder, uh, Victor Crowley and uh, Mr. Crowley. Uh, Mercedes McNabb, <laughs> Misty. I was so glad she got killed in this. <laughs> um, Perry Shen uh, plays Sean, uh, who is the uh, tour guide in it. Uh, we got Joel uh, Murray, who is Doug Shapiro. 
a kind of like a girls gone wild director, <laughs> um, which we learn he's kind of faking it just so he can get videos of uh, naked girls, girls doing whatever he wants. Uh, Richard, really? Uh, he plays Jim, uh, the older husband. In it. There's a couple that's on the tour. Uh, Patricia Darbo is uh, plays the wife. Uh, we have a guest appearance from Robert England in the beginning of it, who plays uh, Mary Beth's father, uh, and Joshua Leonard, who plays his son, Mary Beth's uh, brother. Tony Todd as Reverend Zombie. Uh, Riley Vanderbilt is young Victor Crowley. Uh, Adam Green even makes a cameo in it as like a person in Mardi Gras. His, uh, one yeah, of he's friends. one of uh, Joel or Ben's friends. And, well, sort of. He has the one friend, Marcus, that sticks with him and they kind of like split up. And uh, Adam doesn't end up going on the tour. He's, he ends up in jail later on that we see in the same <laughs> Um, and so. he makes a cameo in all the movies Yeah But he just plays like Buddy number one is what it's labeled at On IMDB Yeah um, So As I was saying it starts out We get to see Robert England uh, With his son um, They're gator hunting in the beginning And it's kind of funny because They do mention Mary Beth sort of later on And um, he's like, oh, why don't you like your sister? And you're always calling me a queer. And Robert's, or uh, Samson is all like, quiet, you queer. And he's just <laughs> making fun of him right in the beginning. And uh, that's when, of course, you know, Victor Crowley comes out. Uh, just before they're almost attacked by an alligator, uh, Ansley, he's like taking a piss off the side of the boat. And he's complaining how, you know, making noise. And that's why Samson was all pissed off at him, calling him a queer. Ah, pissed off, no pun intended. <laughs> Um, right, and I was I actually, I made a tweet because I've forgotten how good the alligator effects were in these movies and I was mm -hmm. saying, I think Adam Green should do an alligator or a croc movie because the gator effects are really good in this movie Oh yeah, and same thing with um, yeah, like when they're in the swamp, you see them later on, and then in Victor Crowley like the alligators they have are really good yes they are and even there's another movie uh i think it's three uh has another gator in it and it's just as good as the first one yes and, three yeah and victor crowley which we'll get to with the plane crash and with tiffany Shepherds, but yeah right but i was just mentioning the alligators now <laughs> oh, yeah. absolutely they were they i was memor i was mesmerized by the alligators <laughs> oh i know i could have sworn they were real alligators like i mean they... <laughs> um so yeah but that's when uh of course we got uh victor crowley attacks them rips them open tears them apart you know slams them against the tree rips their arms off um and i think it was the son he killed he like ripped out uh, his insides through his back. So we got like super strength, Victor Crowley spirit uh, going around killing people in the swamp. And then it cuts to the scene. We got all the friends, uh, Ben and buddy one, Adam green and going, they're all going through Mardi Gras. You know, you see women flashing for bees and people drinking and a couple people getting sick, which, you know, could have passed on that, but <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> I guess it's a Mardi Gras experience. I guess I've never been to it. I don't know anything about it, but 
Yeah. I would assume a lot of it would be part of the experience because way I've seen like in movies and whatnot, everybody gets blasted drunk. So pretty much, yeah. <laughs> it's probably something that goes along with it, I would assume. <laughs> yep, I guess so. But <laughs> yeah, I heard it gets pretty wild. I haven't been, but maybe one day. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> Just to see what it's like, you know. <laughs> Just right. to have the experience. I do have a cousin that lives in uh they're not in New Orleans, uh, but they're close. They're in a town that's nearby. So maybe I'll go crash them one day. <laughs> I doubt it because I don't know exactly where they live. I just know the town. Right. So and Ben, he's all depressed that he broke up with his girlfriend that he was with, I guess, since like 10th grade or something or ninth, And then after college, they broke up and they're like, the, um, Adam's side, um, friends, the other couple buddies, you know, they're trying to get him drunk. Well, even Marcus, um, you know, is telling him to forget about her. Let's have a good time. That's what we're here for. You basically don't need to be talking about her. And he wants to, he's trying to tell them to do that. He wants to do a uh, haunted tour. He's like talking about the lights. And they're like, fucking lights. He's like, let's go see some boobs. Fuck the tour. Well, <laughs> along those lines. Yeah. Um, not the exact quote, but pretty much what he was saying. Is, yeah. Like, I think they use titties. Or titties. <laughs> yeah, titties I'm pretty sure they say titties a lot in this movie. But yeah, they they left out the tit bots though. Right. <laughs> or, or nipple bots, my bad. But uh but the uh Marcus feels bad and he goes he decides to go with them uh to find this tour. And that's when we meet uh Reverend Zombie, who's played by Tony Todd, and they're talking about the the tour and he says he doesn't do the tours anymore because someone got hurt and sued him it's kind of funny because he was acting like it was a scary story at first and they're like then what happened he sued me for not having insurance <laughs> and now i can't do no more tours yeah but you think the accident is going to be worse than what it is he just like tripped or some <laughs> shit like that and he's but he like leads up like it's, it's going to be this big traumatic <laughs> thing that happened and then he's like then he tripped and, and then he sued me <laughs> that was a great line because they're all and, and waiting the anticipation is like building up like oh what happened yeah did someone... he's like i don't talk about it what happened? <laughs> yeah, it's great you may they make you think one thing and yeah it's great i love the humor in these movies <laughs> yeah. yeah adam is great when it comes to comedy so <laughs> and horror i mean it's great because you got you know you're like your 80s slashers and comedy mm -hmm. and all thrown in and so um so he tells him about that uh i forget what the place was called but that's where uh uh perry sheen's character uh sean is working and uh he doesn't know what he's talking about at all he's let like note cards and <laughs> Yeah, you know, we later find out it's like his second night doing this. Um, and along the way, um, he, he charged him, uh, I think it was like 40 bucks each. And uh, Marcus was saying, you know, I ain't paying for this. This is stupid. So he's making Ben pay for the tour. And they all get onto the bus. So that's where we see uh, Shapiro, um, Misty, and I forget the other girl's name. But we can just call him Slut 1 and Slut 2, you know. <laughs> They're trying to be in... Uh, I don't recall him Cam Girl 1 and Cam Girl 2. 
Okay, all right. Well, I they think were like that's more appropriate. Me. Well, it was fun. <laughs> okay, but, true, but it was funny how they were insulting each other though. They're like, oh, syphilis. So they were, <laughs> but they were like insulting each other like that. Oh, and what's funny is because earlier on when they were talking about um, uh, when was the last Ben was talking to Marcus, like when was the last time he had sex and mentioned how that one woman had crabs. And he was like, she kept scratching herself, which played on later when he was talking to the one girl, uh, the cam girl, whatever. The girl's gone wild, rip off. Uh, what was it? Uh, ba- uh, babes of the Bayou or Bayou Babes or something that the video that he was supposed to be putting out. Um, and then we meet the older married couple. Uh, Mary Beth is uh, sitting by herself, and Ben ends up sitting with her and horribly flirting with her, talking <laughs> <laughs> talking about his breakup. And Marcus is just like, like hitting him like stupid, like come on, just he's like just trying to you know hook them up, and she's not really into him. Uh, um, she because her purpose there is to go into the swamp and find her parents. All right, her dad and brother. I'm sorry. Yeah. So, um, and of course, it's kind of funny. Uh, the older couple and is like, "Oh, um, Bayou Babes, have you heard of?" And he's like, "Oh yes," or or, or was it Beavers or something? Um, something that he had released. Or, I think it's like, Beavers. Yeah, something that he had released prior to Bayou, whatever it was, and. And the husband was like, yes. And then the wife was like, no. And he's like, no. <laughs> like, so he <laughs> uh, it's just, I mean, like all the lines, it's just clever. It's just humorous how, you know, it's it's well written in my opinion. Oh, yeah, uh, definitely. These movies are great. And because of that. Yeah, everything is like when they're trying to act and stuff, you're like, oh, yeah. Well, and Misty um, is like a total ditz. Um, Calling her, her, um, her, calling the other one a hermaphrodite, and then saying, "Oh, what is that?" It's like, well, I know what it is. That's what you are, and like say it at the same time. So, like, she's really just. Totally- yeah, she's like, I wouldn't have used it if I didn't know what it was, or something like that. And she's like, "Okay, let's say what it means at the same time." And then she just like follows the other girl, the girl yeah, saying the explanation. Then you just hear see her like realize, like, wait, what? <laughs> it's what. <laughs> And I don't even remember what else. I, there were just so many funny insults <laughs> to them. And like, uh, so they're all, uh, they're on the, um, they get onto the boat and everything. And um, during the bus ride stuff, also, Sean, he's like trying to talk about how, um, well, they bury the dead above ground. Uh, the scare, I forget. It was like something stupid. It like didn't make sense yeah. of what it was. And the old guy kept on trying to say, like, oh, I heard it's because of the water level. Like the, reasons like no it's yeah. not and so he kept on telling stories that he was trying to make up oh like how ditzy misty is like when he was saying uh to your left or whatever she was looking out the wrong side of the window and shapiro was like <laughs> pointing over to where the great and was. also uh sean the the tour guy the perry of course he has an ex- exaggerated accent yeah <laughs> it's just out there that he's trying to like play it off that he's from that area <laughs> <laughs> which is obvious the way he is you can tell and i, I right. think at one point even like when he yells at him he like kind of switched out of it to his regular voice accent <laughs> he breaks character and then you find out and then he goes back into character and then they realize that a little bit later on when he breaks character again and then he's <laughs> not that's not even his accent 
<laughs> he's <laughs> just like a normal i think he said wouldn't he, it was from like detroit or something like that yeah something like that <laughs> yeah he just had like a normal <laughs> like accent it wasn't this ex you know over the top accent that he was going with yeah um, so then, of course, you know, while they're on the boat, um, he's not used to it and he's stupid and crashes the boat or it hits a log, stalls out and um, almost us. Uh, well, actually, he does. He sinks the boat, basically, and they're trying to get on the shore because of and there's the alligator, too, at one point when they're going across, which we had mentioned how how good the alligators were. That's the point where we got to that. Yeah. <laughs> um, which was funny how, again, Misty being the dumb blonde she is, was saying as part of the um, tour. And he goes, oh, yeah, I sink the boat every night. <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, he's like, I went out two times, and the last time I went out, the boat didn't sink. And like, <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, the old the older married man gets bit in the leg with by the alligator as they're trying to get onto the shore. Right. <laughs> And of course, there's no signal, and they start running into Victor Crowley. Um, the first ones that got killed was the married couple. Um, the, the husband, of course, got hacked to death with a hatchet. And I love the kill with the wife where he rips open her mouth and you see the tongue hanging out. Yeah, that's <laughs> probably the best kill. I think, if I remember correctly, that's uh, Kane's favorite kill. Like out of all the movies he's done, it used to be the sleeping bag kill. And oh, I thought I thought it was Jesus one that he seven? said. It were, I thought he said that it was the one where he stepped on the back of the person, and ripped the arms off, and crushed them. I thought that was the kill. Maybe I don't know. I I could swear I I could be remembering it wrong too. But or maybe well, it could be. I mean, either way, maybe, was, we'll say it's one of his favorites to play it safe. I, I yeah. <laughs> We'll say it's one of his favorites, not all time, but we'll say one of his, one favorites. Of his favorites. I know yeah. he mentioned it, it. He really enjoyed because I watched the Just Joe Bob of Victor Crowley, and they, of course, they talked a little bit about the other movies as well. And he had mentioned that that kill. Oh, okay. Well, one I mean, of his, that, okay. well, he didn't say it was his favorite. He just remember saying he liked that kill. But I could swear I heard on a panel, but this is years ago, so I wouldn't trust my memory whatsoever. <laughs> that he had said that that was his favorite kill. It used to be the sleeping bag one, but that one was. But I wouldn't trust my memory. It could be that as well. So we're just going to say he, one. He, it's, it's in his top three. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> we'll play safe and do that because I wouldn't trust my memory. I'm not going <laughs> to, it's like, oh yeah, I'm dead set on this. This is probably back in like 2015 when I've seen him. So I know. Right. But. Uh, and we got, um, of course, Shapiro. He runs off by himself and uh, he's the one that gets his head twisted around until it comes off. So that's another good kill that I like in that one. All the kills are just great in these yeah. movies. I mean, it's, it's hard to choose which one is the best. I mean, and I love how they always have the spraying blood after you know after they make you it see so the over the top. Like if he rips someone apart or once he lifts them up and stuff, all the blood just shoots onto yeah, the Yeah, there's always spraying blood. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta have that extra blood onto the tree there. Right. Um oh yeah, um Jenna was the other girl's name, I believe, from uh, Misty and Jenna. 
uh, let's see, she gets uh, her face gets sanded off with a sandblaster. That was fun. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, and then uh, torn apart with a shovel that was nearby. So that was another good kill. Um, but yeah, basically, they're just trying to escape Victor Crowley at this point once they find out what's going on. Uh, and Mary Beth, uh, I forget which point, if, uh, but she does tell the story of you know what happened to uh, Victor Crowley, um, how he was accidentally killed by his own father. Uh, some kids set it on fire, face was to the door, boom, got the hatchet. <laughs> so I'm pretty sure they told in the first one, and then they went into more detail in the second and third one. They went back, uh, we find out some more to that. Um, what else was there? Uh, what else would you like to add about that? Um, we got a... Marcus was killed. Pretty much everyone was killed off, of course, you know, besides Mary Beth, um, which is the way when she's fighting Victor Crowley. Um, Marcus, uh, his death was uh, pretty fun. He got his arms ripped off, and then he was uh, slammed against a... Uh, what's it? Why do I have gravestone now? Maybe there was, or something there by the house. There, I think it was in the cemetery when he got killed. So, it might have been. That's what it was, where they're all running high. And I think in one part, he wanted to even hide like up in the tree. <laughs> and, then, and then they're like, okay, he was well, up in a tree. And when they first, right. yeah, when they first seen him, he did go up in a tree and they talked him down. Because <laughs> they were like, yeah, we'll see. Uh, we'll bring back help. And he's like, ah, fuck. <laughs> he's just like, wait up. Uh, yeah, he didn't want to be there by himself. He really wasn't that far up the tree. If he went a little, went a little farther, he probably would have been all right and just stayed there. <laughs> yeah. Could have made it to the day. And, and I think, I mean, you notice how um, it's like they, they were even saying later on, like he comes out every night. So probably if he would have made it to the day, should have been all right during daytime, because I don't think uh, Victor. Right, but would, he didn't know that. Well, of he course he didn't. He didn't night. Yeah. Of course, they didn't know that fact. But I'm just saying, like, if he did, he would have been OK of what we know as the viewer. <laughs> right. So. And of course, uh, Mary Beth is like fighting for her life at the end there. Um, oh, well, um, Ben, what was happened to him? They, they, it was the two of them. I'm trying to remember. Uh, he was in the boat that got yeah. killed. Yeah. I want to say he gets throat slit. I know he something had happened to him before that because she had went under the water, got her foot tangled in there. Yeah. And then you see him from the top of the thing, like reaching down, trying to grab at her. Yes. And then she finally gets loose and she's going up and you see Ben's arm in the water. But when you go up, it's Victor Crowley holding his arm in there. And then he does something else. I want to say he slits his throat, but I don't remember exactly. Um, he did something else to Ben. So he's just now just laying in the boat. Yeah. Oh, yeah that's what was. He started to say a line or something and he got his, throat slit yeah and so then he gets i don't know if you really want to say killed killed yeah because, because of, yeah because of something else but as far as we know he is killed well, you killed think, in, you think he's dead yeah right into the bow and then and i think then, when she was I fighting him off she didn't she like stab him in the eyes like from the eye and she was getting off swimming and that's how she had made it through the swamp. She was swimming away. Yeah, uh, I think so. Yeah. 
and that like starts off um, in the second one, sort of of where it ended a little bit. Um, yeah, she was like, and she shot him in the face at the start of the second one. She shoots him in the face. Yeah. And oh, we didn't mention that guy, Jack, like that drunk guy that was trying to tell him not to go into the swamp. And uh, Sean was just saying how he's a crazy drunk guy that drinks his own pee. <laughs> which in that guy in the second one it's him and um and she rewind he ends up picking her up in a boat or whatever and taking her to the cabin and not knowing uh who she was he he just uh rescued her and once she once he finds out who she is being mary beth uh samson's uh daughter she's trying to say what happened why she went back to the swamp and uh, he freaks out and he's telling her, you know, get out of here and um, want nothing to do with you, what your father did. And that's where we learn a little bit about how uh, her father was one of the kids that threw fireworks at the house that caused the fire that killed uh, Victor Crowley by accident. But, so and uh, so as she runs out, that's uh, that wasn't the police station one. Um she went to the town. She was saying that, ask your uncle. Uh, we got Tom Holland, uh, who is Uncle Bob, <laughs> which I was uh, joking around at one point um, when we were, I think it was uh, one of the nights our group was talking to Danielle on the um, one of the group nights and we were drinking and um, something came up about Hatchet 2, how she always said Uncle Bob. We were like, we should make that a drinking game. Every time she says Uncle Bob, <laughs> take a drink. <laughs> Uh, so this is, like I said, of course, this is the one where Danielle Harris takes over. Uh, Tony Todd is still Reverend Zombie. Um, this time, uh, uh, Perry, he's in all of them. He plays a different character. Uh, he plays Justin, who is Sean's brother. We find out once they get this, once uh, Reverend Zombie gets a group together. Uh, we got R.A. I always have trouble saying his last name. Uh, Mil Milhoff. Uh, is Trent? I love his death <laughs> with the head. That's at the end. That's a good one. Uh, AJ Bowen is in this one. He plays Layton. Uh, Alexis Kendra plays Avery. Uh, Ed Ackerman plays Cletus. Uh, David Ford plays Chad. Colton Dunn plays Vernon. Uh, Rick McCollum plays John. Uh, we got John Carl plays Jack. Jack Cracker. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's funny. We got Jack Cracker. Which I think uh, those were the two, uh, Cletus and Jack. I think they were the ones on the same boat, weren't they? And they were talking about how he goes, I take my own boat um, in case I hook up. He's like, well, who are you going to hook up with? And talking about the one woman who was in the group. Yeah. <laughs> it's like I get confused on who's who. There's so many uh, <laughs> people in the group. Um, but, yeah, she finds out uh, Mary Beth finds out about her dad and uh she wants to go back um and she goes to see uh reverend zombie uh who because i think that's what jack said i think he said something about ask your uncle or ask reverend zombie one of the two do you remember i think it was ask your uncle because the uncle was wanting her to stay away from the reverend zombie right i think yeah. that's how it went i along those lines yeah and, so uh, yeah we also find out that uh it, we see uh, Reverend Zombie and Perry, who plays uh, Justin in this, is Sean's brother from the first one, who 
they were actually running the tour for Reverend Zombie even because it was his boat and he was making the money off it, which is weird, but whatever. That's why he sent him there. So they had like that little going on. And she was saying how she's uh, still want to go back and uh, Reverend Zombie, which we find out later has a plan thinking that getting these people who had started the curse, who had killed, uh, set the fire for Victor Crowley. Once uh, they were killed, that would end the curse, which we find out <laughs> something else later on about the curse um, in the third one, but he gets a group to, he tells uh, Justin to get a whole group together and uh, make sure Trent's with them. And he offers them a thousand dollars, like 500 to go in and, uh, they just, uh, they don't believe that it's Victor Crowley that's there. Uh, that Well, he tells them, they think it's like maybe someone who's dressing up or being a psycho in the fort. Right, copycat, basically. Copy, basically a copycat in the swamp. And they figure, well, shit, they could just kill him, you know, and get some more money. So that's how he gets them out. And of course, Reverend Zombie doesn't tell the truth about uh, what happened to Sean, even though Mary Beth tells him everybody's they're all dead um but they're he, uh they think that you know they're just gonna get the boat back and everything and of course uh they run into the spirit of uh victor crowley there um oh yeah it was like five thousand dollars if they kill victor crowley all um, right so of course we got all the uh group going out um and mary beth did talk her uncle into going with them um, yeah, because he found out she was going with or without him, so he decided to go to protect her. So, <laughs> and that didn't work out very well. No. <laughs> uh, so once they're in the uh, in the swamp, of course, you know, one by one, Victor Crowley starts picking them off. Um, I think it was Cletus or whatever. Uh, yeah, he gets killed from the. Uh, boat propeller which was a good kill mm -hmm. um and then john in another scene uh forget what uh the other guy's name was uh but yeah the two of them uh and it's like where where does um victor crowley get these tools like he had the sandblaster in the first one the second one he's got a chainsaw that's like eight feet long and it goes <laughs> maybe not eight feet maybe like six feet i don't know but it's a yeah long. it was big I mean, yeah, I don't want to over-exaggerate it there, but I mean, it was a big <laughs> a big chainsaw there that goes right through those two guys. Um, and even through when it was cutting through, the one guy's balls dropped, which actually plays a part in the third one later on, too, <laughs> with right. when they go back. Um, so, yeah, they're just getting killed off all the way through. Um, and later, uh, like, while they're all escaping... Uh, Reverend Zombie uh, is with Trent. Um, of course, Mary Beth and I started to say Sean. I meant Justin Perry's character. And then that's when uh, Perry finds out, or well, <laughs> Justin <laughs> finds out um, about his brother being dead and the Reverend hiding it. And he's trying to uh, sacrifice uh, Mary Beth's uncle to victor crowley is pulling her off and she's all pissed trying to you know she wants to rescue her uncle there and she's being dragged off uh by reverend zombie uh and trent that's uh fighting him uh 
his death, probably one of my favorites in this one, uh, he takes his head down on the table, kicks it. So we got the like top half of his head that like right. slides down the table. And then he blinks afterwards. And he, and he blinks afterwards. <laughs> yep. And uh, once they're out of there, and Reverend Zombie thinks that, uh, you know, the uncle being sacrificed, she's all telling how stupid that he is because that wasn't even her real uncle. She just called him Uncle Bob because, I guess, friend of the family, you know, like. Yeah, this is her dad's best friend. Best friend. And her uncle is really dead. And so, of course, Reverend Zombie is all like, fuck, you know. And so Victor Crowley goes after Reverend Zombie. Um, yeah, cuts him in uh, his legs off. And then I love how he, like, takes his spine, pulls it out. So he kind of, like, skins Reverend Zombie. Yeah, he does cord. a predator move where he pulls the skull <laughs> and spinal cord out. Yeah. And throws it off into the woods there. <laughs> And my favorite kill on that one is probably, I didn't write down their names, so I don't remember which one it was, uh, but the girl that got the guy to cheat with her. Oh, yeah. And the dude gets killed during sex. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, yeah, they're doing it doggy style, and I she's think like, he was wanting like, to stop, and she's like, no, just a little bit longer. And then all of a sudden you just see it, like, going at it, and she's like, oh, go down was- there. And because, you know, Victor Crowley chopped off his head. <laughs> and then um, then she's still on all fours, and then I think it was the chainsaw. He gets her in the crotch, and then he goes and, like, stabs, I think it was stabs her in the chest, and then it gets stuck, and that's a good kill. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> sure probably the worst thing i don't know if would that be the worst kill to get killed during sex or would that be like a good way to go well, he probably didn't realize anything but i mean he was just having sex and his head gone so i don't know was that that show that used to be on a thousand ways to die and a couple who had sex for the first time they overexerted themselves and they died together really they gave each other heart attack like they overexerted themselves but they had were they old home. or something no they weren't that old i forget how old they said they were but no nah, it was their first time for both of them they got married and on their honeymoon and well so. then <laughs> so I need to find some of those old episodes. They probably have clips on YouTube if you type in thousands. Probably. I've never watched it, so I don't know. But They had some weird deaths on there. There was, like, this guy uh, went to, like, some fetish place or whatever, and he went to be, like, a slave, and uh, he was allergic to the rub or whatever the material was that he had the mass, kind of like American Horror Story. Probably, like, latex, maybe? The latex, yeah, the latex sex, the latex sex suits, yes. And he had a ball in his mouth, so he couldn't, like, say anything, and he had an allergy, and it threw up, and uh, after she was, like, you know, spanking him, making call master, blah, 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 you know, he, like, died, (laughs) and she, because he couldn't say anything, he couldn't say, he couldn't breathe, because he had the ball in his mouth. (laughs) And he just died. That's crazy. Oh. But anyway, like, well, when I almost died, <laughs> I was choking on Pepsi. So <laughs> Pepsi about took me out. <laughs> one of the, the, one of the many times I've almost died, I should say, because there have been multiple. <laughs> what a way to go. Death by Pepsi. After yeah. all the support you've given them. <laughs> right. 
blame my dad this is all he drinks too but yeah the the very last near-death experience i was drinking this and i got choked and got stuck in my throat where i couldn't breathe and that's when i passed out and hit my head on the floor <laughs> not good no like speak of hitting heads well with a hatchet uh we got of course mary beth she ended up uh when she was battling uh victor crowley she like fucking smashed in his face like 50 times and yet he still came back after that <laughs> yeah because uh they explained it i forget if it was the last movie not the last movie if it was the third movie yeah or if they explained it in the second one of them they said they come back he comes back every night as whole yeah, because he's a ghost, you can't really do much about it. So you just, no matter what you do to him, he's gonna come back whole. Yeah, the next night, which I I think was like the third the third one. It might have been, yeah. yeah. So, but uh, she makes it through, and she thinks she kills him, and like has his scalp, and uh, it sort of continues into the third one when she's going into the police station, and she's covered in blood, and she's like, "I killed him." And what's funny, just before she goes into the police station, of course, we see Adam Green. He's like, I should have gone on the t boat tour. <laughs> <laughs> no, not really. Right. <laughs> he, he actually, it's a good thing he didn't go on the boat tour. <laughs> right. But that was that was great, though. I love that he's like, I should have gone on the tour. Uh, but yeah, right. Zach, um, go ahead and go through the list for the uh, third one there. Uh, go back. Uh, the synopsis anyway a search and recovery team heads into the haunted swamp to pick up the pieces and mary beth learns the secret to ending the voodoo curse as left victor crowley haunting and terrorizing honey island swamp for decades yep and of course we got the return of daniel harris kane hotter uh zach galligan from gremlins he plays sheriff fowler Mm -hmm. uh caroline williams um amanda plays his wife ex-wife slash ex -wife, whatever. Yeah. well they they say like later on when they call yeah it, they, they both say both they but say, yeah they're ex yeah and uh perry is in this one as well <laughs> and he plays a um paramedic named andrew in this one yeah uh let's see we got uh robert diego uh he plays deputy winslow um, Derek Mears is in this one. Uh, he plays Haas. Uh, he's like a leader of the SWAT team that goes in there. Mm -hmm. um, and we even got D. Snyder's son is in this, uh, Cody Blue Snyder. And it's funny because his character's name is Snyderman. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, um, Sean Whalen. Yep, he plays a paramedic in it. Uh, he's, got, he's got a good death scene. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Riley Vanderbilt, um, she plays Daughtry, one of the, she's new to the team, so she doesn't know the legend of uh, Victor Crowley and Snyderman. Uh, tries, it's funny because he starts to um, tell the story, and we've all heard it, of course, and uh, Haas come, I think it was Haas came in, he's like, we don't have time for this. <laughs> and Snyderman, he like has all these, like, he's got a, a bazooka in there and all these firearms. Um yeah, when he goes to shoot the bazooka later on, I could have swore, because I don't really know how they work. I don't know much about that stuff, but I could have swore it was going to be where he had it backwards and he was going to shoot. I know. I knew, I, that was, that, that <laughs> That's what I was expecting, because he didn't really seem like he knew he a lot what of what he was doing. So I thought for sure he was going to shoot it and kill everybody behind him, but 
Yeah. We find out that that, that would have been that. funny. It would have been. Well, I mean, not like shoot the people and kill them, but like just have it go in the other direction of the, sh- the swamp and blow up behind yeah. them. Yeah. <laughs> I think it'd be funnier if you would have not had like the main group like stand somewhere else in his head and like another group sit there and he's like shot. Just off to the side. And up the, like the rest of the SWAT team or something like that. <laughs> that like paramedic didn't matter. <laughs> Depending on how far away they were, if it like hit one of the boats or something. Uh, but yeah, Sean Will and, and like they um, they do find the body of Victor Crowley, but of course you know he's not dead. And once night comes, starts attacking everyone. Uh, I think it was Sean Will, and uh, he got the paddles to his head, which is pretty cool. Yeah, that like and blew then, up uh, his head. <laughs> Sid Haig, out of don't know if you heard, but he was in this. He played. Yeah. I think he was the friend of. Mary Beth's dad or something or the uncle or I don't know. He was some reason he had the remains of Victor Crowley's dad. I don't yeah. remember how that was, if he was relation or just a friend, but some reason he had the romance. I think he was the remains. uncle or something or, or, or it might have been a different uncle. Cause I know the uncle that participated in the thing, she said died. No, I'm uh, talking when about he was it. younger or something. Was it like that. No, I was talking about Sid Haig. Was it his or or he might have been related? I don't know if he was a friend or related, but he ended right. up with the ashes. So either way, but, yeah. Um, Unless she had more than one uncle, which is a possibility. But I know the uncle that participated in with the dad, he was already passed on, so they couldn't. That's when she revealed, you know, that Tom Holland wasn't her actual uncle. But mm-hmm. but yeah, I forget. Sid Haig, he played uh, Abbott McMullen was the character, so I don't remember if he was relation or if just a friend. But yeah, they had him like extremely racist, and <laughs> like he couldn't understand the dude talking when he was speaking very clearly. <laughs> oh, and he was even uh, saying, uh, he goes, "Oh, do you have any watermelon and chicken and green?" <laughs> like he was making fun. He's like, "I ain't got no food for it." <laughs> and he was like, "Oh my god!" He's like, "You can't hear." And he goes, "What? I'm not queer." <laughs> oh good old (laughs) see one thing i like about this movie you know because Derek mears he plays final cut jason as pretty much everybody knows and uh they have him and kane hotter kind of it's not right a huge fight it would have been great if they had a little bit more of a battle but because he gets killed pretty quickly but you know they had him go up against each other for a little bit, you know, he goes and gets a hit in at least. <laughs> so we had a somewhat of a Jason versus Jason. Wasn't long. <laughs> I could swore it lasted longer when I'd seen it, but when I watched it the other day, I was like, I could swear the scene lasted longer and it did that they actually battled, but yeah. I guess not. Because <laughs> well, I was remembering it wrong. Well, Sheriff Fowler, um, Zach Galligan's character, like he wanted to call in like the National Guard and stuff and try to get like people <laughs> to get out there because of all the parts that were there. And even Snyderman, I love saying that Snyderman, uh, <laughs> he was like, those are someone's balls in a tree. <laughs> and he was like freaking out. And and uh, the other guy said something. And he goes, this guy knows what's up. <laughs> like, <he> was- <laughs> Yeah, because they found uh, Perry Andrew, and he's like, I hid. He's like, you hid? Why did you hide? I said, if I wouldn't hide, those would have been my balls in the tree. <laughs> he's talking about, oh, it's kind of funny. It was the paramedics when he was talking earlier, 
And because, you know, he played the other character, he said something about how the guy looked like him. He's like, oh, because we're Asian. <laughs> we all look alike. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, we also learn about the curse through um, Amanda, uh, Caroline Williams' character. Uh, the birth, uh, the, the wife the, uh, was sick and there was like a nurse or whatever was taking a care and victor crowley had fallen in love with her and just before um they had died or she had died um they had the affair and he was going to have a child uh with this woman and the wife finds out basically curses victor and the child before she dies a voodoo curse and that's supposedly why uh victor was deformed when he was born and of course she died when victor was born and that's why um victor crowley is dead you know ray was raising him alone and uh he was kind of ashamed a little bit of what he did um so that's why he had kept him away um, what's up bones <laughs> uh so yep and that's where the kids we also learn were at the store and they follow him out to the cabin. You know, they set it out, um, set it on fire. Uh, so, she, and she was saying how this was the one where he was a ghost or he was reliving every single night. So there's nothing you can pretty, you can't do pretty much anything because he's just going to come back uh, regardless because of the curse. And he wants her, he's searching for his dad. That's why you hear him in the ones like you hear daddy in the background, like before he kills, because he's looking for his father. Right. So that's daddy. why they have to go to Sid Haig, because for some reason he's got the ashes. So they go and take the ashes from him. And this is separate because uh, Mary Beth was still in custody, sort of, and this other deputy was like just going along with Amanda. Um, Santa reminds me of Hatchet. What do you think? Oh, Pickaxe sort of reminds me. Yeah, I guess a little bit. Uh, was that Galligan in that one too, or no? I can't remember. I think he had a part in that. I haven't seen that movie. I don't know. Pickaxe is a good one. I can. Look. I, I know. Tif I know Tiffany Shepis is in it. That's kind of funny because she's in <laughs> Victor Crowley. That'd be kind of funny if both um, Zach Galligan. No, it wasn't Zach Galligan. It was. Um, Oh, what's his name was in Pickaxe. I can't think of his name right now. And Michael Baldwin. Yeah, that's who it was. So, yeah. But it was funny. Tiffany Shepis, though, was in Pickaxe. And then she was in Victor Crowley. But, yeah, if you get a chance, uh, I believe Pickaxe is still on Tubi. But then again, there's so many shows and movies we got to watch. <laughs> right. So much to keep up with. It's ridiculous. But yeah, so Mary Beth is being forced to take these ashes um, to the swamp, and she doesn't really want to, but she's told that that'll end the curse um, because she's the. It can only be done by the descendant of uh, who caused the curse, which is her father, which she's already dead. So, and she was saying, "Well, why don't you just do this years ago?" And uh, she was trying to tell Samson to. Um, what was going on and to try to, you know, get, get this taken care of. And she was like, yeah, he told me to fuck off. And, and the deputy goes, Oh yeah, sounds like, and then she just goes, fuck <laughs> off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
And so they uh, hear the radio and um, finally, uh, while they're traveling to the swamp, um, everyone's getting slaughtered except uh, Andrew's still alive. Um, Riley's character, I forget her name, but the female uh, SWAT team member, she's still alive. And uh, so they're onto the boat. Um, but they don't have the keys and they were talking about he's like i'm just a paramedic they don't let me drive <laughs> and they're stuck on there and uh he was trying to get the sand blaster and that's how he was busting in and they're trying to figure out what to do uh, and of course unfortunately again there's only one or andrew was the only one that makes it there uh the sheriff gets killed off um uh, amanda gets killed off when uh mary beth is like trying to drop off the ashes of Victor Crowley's father to him. And at first he's kind of looking what's going on, you know, he almost, for a minute, you think that's going to be the end of the curse, but of course, unfortunately it didn't work. And uh, Mary Beth gets thrown against uh, the tree. Uh, she's impaled in the side there. Uh, but she does, of course, we find out through the next one, she did survive. Um, and so that's pretty much on that one. The, he gets killed off. Uh, Andrew was the one that survived. Uh, anything you want to add to that one? <laughs> and this one is where we find out that uh, the Joel uh, Ben character isn't oh, fully killed it. off yet. That's right. I was thinking had... it was the next one for some reason. It was the third one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was this one. The boat had came to shore and the one paramedic, I think he was paramedic, had like, uh, was... I ran into the other group, like our main group, got scared and took off running the opposite way. And he makes it to the water and he gets like between the dock and the boat in there. And then Ben's character like pops up out of the boat, you know, as uh, Victor Crowley like throws his axe and gets an axe right to his forehead. Oops. Got it. Okay. Yeah, I'm working on it. <laughs> Sorry, 84% match isn't good. If it was 85, I might. Thank you. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Uh, lame. So, but yeah, that's when he came back up. He's like, gotta be kidding me. <laughs> the axe hit him right in the face. That was funny. Right. So that was a fun little uh, pop-up there that, from Ben. <laughs> But I think the Derek Mears kill and then um, the guy that, you know, he pops up, uh, the guy that was running this when we find out the Bing character is uh, still alive. You think that Crawley's going to end up killing him too, but he ends up getting attacked by a gator. So I think that uh, between Derek Mears and that like set of kills is probably some of my favorites of that movie. Yeah, peace out, bots. I got you. <laughs> yeah. Make sure to report them before I evicted them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No nipple bots. <laughs> no. So, yeah. Then we go, we come to um, Victor Crowley, uh, which takes place uh, about 10 years after the third one. Where Andrew's the survivor, 
writes this uh, book, I Survivor. Oh, where does it go? There we go. So, of course, in this one, uh, we got Perry Shin, um, who's Andrew. Kane Hodder is still Victor Crowley. Uh, what I mentioned, or what I was talking about earlier, Holliston and Laura, Laura Ortiz, uh, she plays Rose in this really funny character, um, who's a, a friend of a couple making a movie. Uh, Dave Sheridan plays Dylan, uh, who's like a tour guide in this one, wannabe actor. Uh, we got Crystal horrible Lee. impressions. <laughs> yeah. He actually does really good impressions in person, but he was meant to be like a bad actor yeah. in the movie. So it's kind of funny. He's good. He's a good, bad actor. So. <laughs> um, and I like how he mentioned he had a YouTube channel, uh, Chilling with Dylan. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Deputy Doofy. Yep. That's him in there. He was Dylan. Like he looks. Oh, I didn't realize Doofy. that was him. Yeah, that's Deputy Doofy. Yep. <laughs> uh, of course, then we got Felissa Rose, who plays a really funny uh, manager to Andrew. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brian Quinn plays Austin. Uh, Tiffany Sheppis is in this one. She's Casey. Uh, Chase Williamson plays Alex. Uh, Katie Booth plays Chloe. She's the one that uh, wants to do a like hatchet movie. I think she was calling it Hatchet Face. Uh, Kelly... Room, Rumen, uh, she played Sue, uh, Jonah Ray, Dell, um, Tyler Maine has a part of it, a part in it in the beginning. Uh, let's see, and I think these other people were just like people in the uh, book sh- uh, bookstore. Um, oh, and what's kind of funny is the woman in the bookstore that had a dog that's actually Adam Green's dog, uh, Arwen. So Arwen played himself in the movie. <laughs> and if you notice also, uh, when they were out at the boats, the boat was called Arwen. I'm like, ah, he used a little can't a little, <laughs> put his uh, Corgi's name in there. So, cause yeah, that's, uh, it's not a Corgi is your, I mean, not Corgi. Like <laughs> okay. There's my fail. Yours, Yorkie, not Corgi. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> I completely said that Corgi's are the one with no tails. I don't know why I said that. I meant Yorkie. God. Oh, forgive me, Adam. Well, I'm they sorry. They could have a tail. Depends if they get docked or not, because they're not born that way. It, they get chopped. Well, off they do that intentionally. They, um, they wrap like rubber bands around the tails and stuff, and so they fall off, and that's how they raise them. Yeah, but, yeah. Which I never did get the point of that. Like, why raise them with no? Yeah, tail? same with rots and dobies. They just they dock their ears. Well, Corey's ears don't get docked, but their tails get docked. So, which is weird. I don't get that, but the look. <laughs> yeah, just that's all it is. It's just the look. That'd be kind of painful though. Have it like taped off tight in the blood, and it just falls. Yeah. But oh well. Um, and Danielle Harris does have a cameo at the end of this one. Um, so yeah, in this one, the the few friends, uh, her her boyfriend, um, they're going to a book signing where Andrew. Well, it's funny because Andrew he's on. Um, a talk show first and it turns out again that was his ex-wife and there's a lot of exes in two and three and four right. that are in this together and people are call um he was exonerated but people still sometimes call him a murderer because he was oh yeah because that's real life too and well yeah no matter what happens in the court if you know the people think you're guilty you're going to be guilty for life <laughs> 
Plus, like even uh, Fowler said to Mary Beth, oh, you expect the judge to believe a, a ghost story, and he thinks that she was the murderer. Um, but yeah, so of course people don't believe it. I mean, there's those who do believe the Victor Crowley story, and then there's also the half that doesn't. So um, he's on the show, and they're talking about it. Uh, then they go to the bookstore signing, and uh, the girl Chloe, she's excited to meet him, and she's she wants to get him to maybe like be in her movie. Um, that's why she wants to talk to him. And we got Felissa Rose, who is just a weird druggy, like <laughs> out of her mind, uh, management that doesn't do anything really. Uh, <laughs> like when, yeah. Like when they're on the plane, they're like, just like, uh, um, I get headaches doing stuff and she's talking about, what, <laughs> I get migraines do. doing stuff. And then <laughs> she has this whole like little tray of pills. <laughs> well, I went ahead and blocked her. So, <laughs> Um, but yeah, then we got the different people meeting, uh, Perry at the bookstore signing that she had booked for, um, uh, him to make his appearance. And, uh, it's funny because we got one woman, uh, she wants her boob signs and he's just all like, okay. He's really uncomfortable, which <laughs> I, I can imagine could be really uncomfortable. <laughs> then she wants one sign to her dad. dad. <laughs> like, like, why would you want sign one to me and sign the other to my dad? <laughs> to my dad. Like why? Why is your dad looking at your boobs? A, <laughs> where are you from? Is this a wrong turn? Like what's going on? <laughs> and then the guy that pulls out his penis and he's like, "Oh yeah, you signed uh, her boobs." It's like I'm going to tell people you're queer. <laughs> I'm going to tell people you're homophobic. Homophobic. Or tell people you're homophobic. Yeah, you're homophobic, and then of course Felicia chimes in. And oh, she's like, oh, go right call. ahead. Everybody else calls him a murderer. <laughs> you think you can do worse? <laughs> <clears throat> and after that, see, it's funny how he moves the book too. Like he doesn't touch it where it was. It's like it's over where he scoops it off to the side. <laughs> and that's when, uh, after that point, that's the point when uh, Chloe comes up uh, and she wants to do her movie proposal. Um, and Laura teases the friend Rose, um, which is which is so funny. Their whole hotel situation forgot to tell about that, and yeah. they were talking about having sex. Oh, you mean this party in here at three o'clock? Oh, you think she's asleep? She can't hear. <laughs> she's like making fun of. Are we talking about the like one minute time or the three minute time? <laughs> <laughs> oh. And then she was talking about the oh no, that's an exit only. She's like, yeah, such a prude. <laughs> she's not getting involved to it um so she yeah laura's hilarious <laughs> yeah i liked her character a lot you know, you know actually she was also the little girl in the, the hills have eyes the mutated oh, girl i didn't know that no yep that was her um <laughs> yeah uh so they do their movie proposal and but before they really have a chance to get into the meeting uh felissa um pulls him away andrew away saying oh gotta go talking about how he's got a really good offer and that it's time to go and just lies and said that it's a a, a family emergency and gets out of there and he, she tells him that they want to do a show of him going back to the swamp and he at first doesn't want to do this he's like oh fuck that he's like I'm, you know why would i want to go back there and she lies and says oh it's from uh it's a million dollars so he, you know, reluctantly decides to do it. I mean, that's a lot of money. Why turn it down? 
Um, so they get onto the plane, um, and his ex uh, from the show is on there. Uh, it's funny because we got, of course, Adam Green and Joe Lynch doing a little cameo as the pilots when they get on board, which is hilarious. That fake mustache that Joe had on. <laughs> uh, and then when they're he's going off, uh, we're next in line. And he keeps coming on like every t- every two seconds, he's coming back on. Uh. <laughs> and they're like, <laughs> As soon as you think the announcements are going are done, he's they, like, they uh. uh. <laughs> and then he just ends it with one long uh. And at the end of it, there's uh. <laughs> and that was Adam Green doing that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like every time you think he's done, like he comes back on like five times and just says, "I'll oh, next in line." Uh, some turbulence. Uh, <laughs> and then he just goes, "We'll be leaving." And then he comes back. Then they're like going down. Uh, we're next in line. <laughs> going on uh, and as uh we also that's when uh tiffany Sheppis, uh she is um what was it the camera woman i believe she was because the yeah. the gay guy was the wardrobe um yeah makeup and probably wardrobe and i know for sure makeup because he was doing dude's makeup yeah and um yeah she was camera and um brian quinn was sound yeah so and uh well that plane's taking off we got um down in the honey swamp uh chloe her boyfriend and rose um they meet uh dylan there who uh, is their tour guide slash actor uh, i guess she met him on twitter or whatever and the way he was acting um she had paid him more money and uh, Rose was like complaining like, Oh, we were paying all this money for this. And I got the, you know, the shit bag hotel room that we had to split. <laughs> and the way it was, um, she was saying about Pam, she's like, Oh, blow, talk about giving him a blow job. And, uh, instead she's like, no, I pay. And, uh, she goes, huh, maybe I wouldn't have been so bad. <laughs> and uh of course dylan uh has like sort of a crush like an instant crush on rose and like when he introduces himself and she's like yeah she's like i have a dick <laughs> which this is important for later, <laughs> later on. Yeah. which is brought which is brought up again um but he's like showing off headshots and uh they're talking about the movies doing his horrible impressions <laughs> and everything um and they're also talking about like once they're uh in the swamp they're the correct term they want to do the trailer and uh chloe wants to uh make it more um realistic making sure that the curse that was used to bring victor crowley to use so she's playing it on the phone over and over and then we get the uh, a little cameo uh reverend zombie saying the correct way to say the curse and so of course they bring victor crowley back by youtube and, videos by the way by youtube videos <laughs> which plays you know they mentioned that it's like you can't bring a curse by the youtube videos because they're arguing about that on the plane it's like i don't know what else it could be and uh, yeah. of course dylan's like he comes back every 10 years no that's not it it's these youtube videos <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's when uh, their plane crashes. Um, the sound guy, he got sucked out the window, so he was dead. And the pilots, they don't show Adam, or but they're dead because they were. Um, when Dylan was on there, they were saying, like, you don't go up front. It's bad up there. 
yeah. Tiffany Shepard's character, she gets stuck. Uh, her seat, she's crashed in, and it's down on her, and the plane's starting to sink a little, like water's coming in a little bit, so she's about to drown, to almost drown. Um, and they don't know yet about uh, Victor Crowley being brought back. Um, Dylan ran off and left. Uh, I think they, or Rose went with Dylan. They split up from uh, Chloe and her boyfriend to go check out. Because I forget what was brought up about something people falling out of the sky or something. Like, the, like yeah, the they house. were doing. They were uh, stand there playing the YouTube videos when uh, the dude that got sucked out of the plane. I think he was an extra sound guy or something because you know Brian Quinn was sound guy. Yeah. So I think he was just like maybe learning or something, but you know he gets sucked out. So they're standing there playing the voodoo curse, and this guy, this skeleton, <laughs> this bloody skeleton, just splats right in there. Like there's people falling out of the sky. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and that's when uh, Rose and uh, Dylan split up to go see what was up with the plane. And it's kind of funny because Dylan was like trying to take charge he's like i'm here to help or how is everyone <laughs> you know like he acted like he was in charge and yeah so <laughs> and then uh this is just before victor crowley uh rises and uh chloe they're walking away because you know they want to go get help or you know bodies just fell out and none of their phones working and she had dropped the phone rose had dropped the phone so of course she couldn't call for help um and they were talking about they weren't getting signal on the plane and uh, he was saying, go that way. He's like, there's a phone tower. I know the area. Like He was just all, you know. Trying to make himself sound smart. That, that, oh, I knew that window was open the whole time. But, you know, the cell towers are this way. <laughs> right. Yeah. And so while uh, that's going on and he's somewhat helping or trying to help, whatever, we got uh, Chloe and her boyfriend going off and they come across victor crowley's house um and the lights you know go on and scare them and they're in there and uh they actually have the power tools there from 10 years ago which is so stupid and, right and uh so they while they're in there and then they hear you know the daddy there victor crowley comes um what what do he do did he i forget if he like crushed the head of the boyfriend was that it i forget how he killed him but well, I know there was, he's like, there's nothing out there to be afraid of, you know, because there's no door on the shed, obviously, and it's got a motion light, so it keeps flickering on and off, off. and there's nothing there. He's like, there's nothing to be afraid of, and then, you know. All of a sudden, he appears and grabs yeah, he him. He appears and, like, tackles him down, and he, I forget what he did first, but yeah, he, um, he does end up smashing his head. Yeah. Eventually. Yeah, he, I think he had he grabbed he grabbed a hammer and was smashing the head. That's what it yeah. was. Yeah, and, and he did something originally first, and well, when he, before he knocked him down, I think. Yeah, and, there's always the multi body ripper. Oh, whatever yeah. he does, like he just you know demolishes them. So, um, right. So she runs off and she's running to the plane and she's trying to you know tell what happened and they see and um, I think they had heard the daddy and. Uh, Andrew was freaking out and he was telling him not to get off the plane um, because he knew what was going on and they still didn't really believe him just yet until uh, Victor had come and he smashes her through the glass. I guess at one point they were trying to kick out the glass. He was being stupid. Dylan was. And yeah. but, uh, Victor Crowley smashes her face through the glass and come, you know, gets her body out there. 
um, and she's still alive. He's pretty much like setting out a trap to try to get them to come out and save her. So they're like debating what to do, and Rose is, you know, wanting to save her. Like she's my best friend, but you know, I got, I can't let her. And Dylan wants to take charge and go out there. And he goes, he's talking to her about one thing. He's like, I just want one thing. He's like, when I come back, I want to kiss. <laughs> I don't care if you have a dick. And then everybody just looks at her. And she goes, that was from earlier. <laughs> <laughs> I think they had already kissed though and everything before, or like before she said that. And he's like, they're talking about Mary. He's like, and I don't even care if you have a dick. <laughs> <laughs> so that had played into earlier, which was funny. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, I, I just noticed. Uh, I I didn't say hello to Echo. I'm sorry. I don't know if you're still here or not, Echo. I didn't mean to ignore you there, but thank you for. I did say hello to them when they popped did in. I, I don't know if I don't know if I did or not. I'm sorry. I don't think you did, but I did. So okay. At least, well, at least, at least one of us acknowledged you. I'm sorry. <laughs> I was also blocking that uh, name or whatever. That's why probably. But, right. But anyway, um, but yeah, that was a funny line, and that was that whole dick thing that came into that. Yeah. And uh, yeah, but that Dylan and that Rose character, they was just like made for each other. <laughs> they was just, uh, their sarcasticness was just made for each other. I think that was kind of the point. Yeah. But... <laughs> they ended up randomly being made. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And uh, oh, okay. Echo, he's still here. He said it's cool. All right, cool. Uh, yeah. If, yeah. If you've seen the hatchet movies, anything you want to say or your favorite death, you know, or anything at all, let us know. Um, so that was the trap out there. And I think, uh, Tiffany Shepis, the, uh, what was it? The camera or no, he was, um, I forget what position he was, but he was like, uh, with her and she was saying how she was pregnant and that she was trying to get out of there. And she ends up, of course, drowning, unfortunately. And he, he got, uh, I guess he started to run out because he was saying how, Oh, I used to run track, and they're like, "Yeah, you're not in high school anymore." And I'll pretend there's donuts, but yeah, that was Brian Quinn. He was, the, I'm pretty sure, was the sound guy because he mic'd up. Yeah, Andrew. I think the other guy was like the PA, the one that got off the um or blew out the window. But uh, so and he got his Victor Crowley was standing on top of the plane and axes him across and pretty much like scalps him there and and what's funny is i think didn't it fall on tiffany Sheppard's face like the top of the i think sky so right? yeah. <laughs> so so they're on the plane and they're trying to figure out how to get out of there um of course unfortunately tiffany Sheppard's uh drowned um he was killed off as well and uh victor ended up uh stomping on chloe at one point um because they didn't come out uh and felissa rose you know was wanted to get out of there so she runs off uh with the phone and <laughs> i think that was before chloe i want to say i'm i think i'm getting out of order on the deaths there but when she had run out because she couldn't stay on there anymore gets her arm ripped off shoved between her legs up inside her comes out of her mouth <laughs> and that's what it was called in the script apparently because uh, I watched the Just Joe Bob of this. Uh, um, they said it was called the ultimate fisting. <laughs> yeah, the ultimate fisting. Yeah, pretty much. I like when she was trying to get the phone. They're like, and the ex-wife of the of Andrew was like, oh, she's like, it was up inside her. <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> like, uh. <laughs> and Rose is all like, trying to have signal. <laughs> and, and she was dumb though. Like the signal wasn't going out. 
but they were like saying, oh, next time it rings, answer it and say you need help. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I just remembered one thing. It's a little bit farther back. I don't think you mentioned it, but you know, when, you know, Tiffany Shepas is pinned down there and she's asking for uh, Brian, Ro uh, Brian, Brian Rose, Where's that? Brian <laughs> Quinn's character. I forget his name in the film, but she's asking for him. And Dylan's like, I'm sorry, that person is dead. So yeah. she's crying. And then he's like, he I'm right here. Up. He goes, I'm not dead, asshole. He goes, but I saw legs. I didn't know. <laughs> he's like, he's not dead. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, I'm right here. He's not dead. He's alive. <laughs> that was a good line. And then, yeah. he gets, then he stands up and he gets confronted. He goes, I saw legs. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Of course, he tries to play it cool and go up to the cockpit. And when they find out that power's still on the plane, to try to contact you know anyone for help. Yeah, he yeah. was a captain and a general, and I don't remember. And they tell him to get off the line because they think he's just goofing. They think he's joking around. <laughs> Especially you know he's calling himself all these things and then uh he's saying you know victor crowley's out there so they're like get out of here like, yeah whatever <laughs> no one believes because you went back to that line but yeah that was a good line <laughs> yeah um there was a point where they were trying to get off um the plane and i think they did get off the plane they got off the plane yeah they got off the plane yeah and they're like F um who was it that got killed off next i'm trying to remember um because we got the died uh, i think it's dylan his was kind of a suicidal rescue because yeah. they were fighting and they oh he wanted to turn on the jet um yeah he gets the jet the engine top. on because his idea you know to get to crowley through the jet engine because you've ever seen a bird go is like he said you ever see a bird go you know they go poof so he wanted to get victor crowley into the jet engine because they only had one engine so they get that going yeah. and then when they get outside i'm pretty sure it's just by that point it's just andrew uh and rose was, yeah and yeah, it's like, it's like when they're fighting them at that uh in front of the plane jet and she even takes the hatchet and she's like though i'm small and mighty she tries to throw the hatchet <laughs> well the ex-wife gets killed i don't think we covered that one the ex-wife because she oh, yeah. steals the phone away from rose because at that uh, they run away from the plane and she and takes then the phone herself they hear the jet engine go on and uh so rose goes up a tree and stays quiet while Victor Crowley's trying to find her in the bushes. And then I think the phone goes off and he hears that. So he goes and kills the ex-wife. Yeah. And then Rose, since she hears the jet engine, she goes back to the plane. And then that's when we have Dylan, Rose, and uh, what was his name? Andrew. Andrew. Yeah. All in there. And so Andrew first knocks him and he gets him right on the edge he's like oh come on so i think he like hits him well, before that, he was he was gonna shoot like a flare at him or whatever and he's yeah, he misses. so the first one so hits rose rose throws the hatchet and misses and then he misses with that and victor's just will stand there so and they all just kind of like look back and watch <laughs> but yeah and then he gets him and he thinks he's gonna push him but he almost gets him there and he's still yeah like, he's like on. holding on to that for dear life on the edge so Dylan goes, I would have had your babies and boops her on the nose. 
<laughs> and then he just runs in and pushes pushes him. I I don't see why he went. I mean, that's so stupid. Like he probably like at the force he could have he could have just knocked him in himself. I don't know why he dove in, but right. Oh, well, he dove head first into the wood chipper. <laughs> <Tucker> <laughs> Dale, well, he dove head first into the jet propeller. <laughs> and of course, she's screaming, and then all the blood's coming out on her. <laughs> right. So, uh, so what a way to go. Dylan's no longer chilling. <laughs> Dylan killed the villain. <laughs> right. And then I said, I was watching the Joe Bob thing. They apparently f uh, filmed victor crowley in secret so of course you know nobody knew about it till like you said he yep. surprised everybody yep and um yeah, i remember joe bob making a crack it's like how'd you keep that secret with felicia on there <laughs> <laughs> and then um apparently the first hatchet originally had a nc-17 rating so he had really kind of fight for the ratings yeah then he had problems with the second one as well the amc basically told him he could be uncut whatever and they advertised it for that for the longest time. And then they told him before it was supposed to be released to stop advertising it like that. Yeah. And I think that's about all the notes I got from it. It was a lot of good tips to because they had like a slumber party. So it was all chill. And it was a, uh, so if anybody has Shudder, the movie's not on Shudder anymore, but they do have a section of just Joe Bob. So you can watch all the little bits where they talk about it. so as adam green is on there uh felicia uh tiffany shepis and kane hotter are all in there oh another little tidbit is you know the island that kane group in i forget the name of it i forgot to write it down but he said that there's like little secrets in the movies but the main one it's like the airplane was named after the island that kane grew up on <laughs> I forget the name of it off the top of my head, but the. Yeah. And of course, uh, Andrew is like one of the only survivors again. They're like, oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> so people, of course, oh, here we go again. <laughs> Another survivor that's. Right. Well, at least Rose made it yeah. too. And we see, yeah, and through the credits there, then we see, which I wish they would have done another one. I don't know if they still will or who knows, but. Uh, she, we see Danielle Harris as Mary Beth uh, watching the news, and she's like, "I've been waiting for you, motherfucker." <laughs> so, <laughs> so who knows if there'll be another one or not? But <laughs> right. Well, when they did the Joe Bob thing, <clears throat> Joe Bob asked, you know, well, if, if there would be another one, what would it be called? Would it be called Victor Crowley uh, Two, or would it be called Hatchet Five? And Andrew, or Andrew Adam said that it would be probably called Hatchet Five. So. If there would be another one, it would, you know, be Hatchet 5. At least that, as the time of the filming of that Joe Bob episode, of course, things could change by then. Yeah. You know, maybe he was playing in something and then COVID hit and he wasn't able to pull it off. So, yeah, who knows? Know. But that would be great if he got another one done. <laughs> right. Even just, even if it's the last one, just, I mean, because he can't end it like that though. I'm like, come on, like, come on. You got to stay <laughs> waiting for you. And then like, that's how you end it. We love you, Adam, but you bastard. <laughs> yeah. He, he's so great. Well, the only movies I really know are these movies and, um, of course, frozen. Mm -hmm. uh, Frozen's amazing. And I don't think I know. I have to look at his movies. I don't think I know. I know there's another you one a lot of people talk about. 
digging up the yeah. mail is a good one. I haven't seen that, but I see a lot of people talk about it. It's kind of like a mockumentary on monsters, and he goes, uh, Ray Weiss, um, I forget the name of his character. Um, you can let me know when you look it up, but he's like a monster hunter. He tells them where there's these monsters that are like coming up through this place called the Marrow, and yeah, it's it's interesting. Apparently, he did a segment on the Chillerama. Yeah, he did Chillerama. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the Diary of Aunt, Frankenstein. Anne Frankenstein. Yeah, you, you saw. Didn't you see Chillerama? Did you watch that? I did watch it, but it was a long time ago, and I don't. It was probably about the time it came out, uh, probably whenever it was rentable, because okay. at the time we had video stores. So it says it came out in 2011. So it's been a minute since I've seen it. Um, yeah, digging up the marrow came out in 2014. Um, I've heard a lot of people say talk about it, but I've never seen it, so I don't know. Yeah. And apparently he's got a podcast. I don't know if it's still going, but they was talking about it on the Joe Bob episode that he's got a podcast. The movie Crypt, yeah. And I know um, he always does these Halloween shorts uh, every year. Uh, you can watch them on uh, his website, Aeroscope. I'm pretty sure they're still on there. I haven't been on there. Actually, I should check because I don't know if he's... Um, it's they, they don't come out till October, but he might like be working on it now or something, but... There's like some really funny skits that he does every year for Halloween. Nice. Like the, he did the one that um, Kane Hodder uh, played Michael Myers and he's um, driving because the question is, how did he learn to drive? <laughs> you know, in the Halloween. And so they show it. He's like, oh, what did he get up and drive? Uh, the plane was named K331 with, uh, I'm probably saying the name wrong. And that's the island King grew up on. Three three in the plane's name is the date of Adam Green's birthday. Right. Yep, yeah, yeah, that's City what Coast. they was talking about that Joe Bob show. I just couldn't remember the name of the island, and I don't want to mispronounce it. But yeah, it's yeah, like Kowalgen or something like I don't know. I well, yeah, <laughs> sorry. I know I'm gonna say it wrong, so I don't know. If, well, no matter if I knew the pronunciation or not, I'd probably still say it wrong. It looks like he had a short in 2020 called Full Size, but I don't know. Full Size? I thought it was Fun Size. Full Size? Uh, according to IMDb, it's called Full Size. Full Size. I don't have to see what that is. Why am I thinking? Oh, there is, a, I think I did see a horror anthology on somewhere <laughs> called Fun Size. And it, yeah. That's probably. I was just looking at the IMDb of this short. His dog has IMDb credit and it has his last name, Arwen Green. That's so cute. <laughs> well, it even says for the um, hatchet, or I'm sorry, the Victor Crowley, the woman that has the dog, it says Arwen as himself. <laughs> <laughs> nice. But Arwen, it's like, dang, Arwen's got an internet movie database page. <laughs> uh, apparently he does. He don't have a picture, but he does got it. He's got a credit, at least for the short. Um, if he says probably on the Victor Crowley as well, let's take a look. Because the computer's a little bit different than my phone version, so I don't know if I will find it on here. What does full size say? The COVID-19 pandemic may have ruined trick-or-treating for most people in 2020, but All Hallows Eve can never be canceled. Yep, Arwen Green self is an IMDb for Victor Crowley. 
Let's just pull up Arwen's. I wonder if that's on um, Aerie's scope full size because that's a short and he has a bunch of his short. And he also has that scary sleepover that he did. I know that's on his website. Um, he had uh, Sid Haig come over one time. He had Daniel Harris. Um, I forget who else. He had a bunch of people. Yeah, like, they were talking about it. I've never seen it, but they were talking about it on the Joe Bob because, you know, the Joe Bob had mentioned that they was kind of stealing this idea because they were having a scary sleeper over and they had their all their pajamas on. And he, I supposedly he was bringing it up because he acted like he didn't know about it. But it's usually planned ahead, so he probably already knew about it. He just yeah. The way to segue, because, of course, a lot of people kind of hate on Joe Bob, but it's like his character. It's not his real life. <laughs> yeah, of course. Oh, yeah, I forgot he did Spiral. That was good. And um, Joel was in that one also. Um, Joel David Moore. And that that's was a that. different Spiral. Uh, yeah, not sp not Spiral like Saul. Uh, right. I just figured I'd mention that for people who didn't know or be listening later. <laughs> yeah, and just hear Spiral and be like, what? But yeah, that was a good one. I agree. Did Spiral with Chris Rock? No. <laughs> I think it was a short, wasn't it? No, it was a movie. Oh, was it a movie? Yeah. I actually, um, at Spooky Empire, when Adam Green was there, I actually um, won a copy of it, and he signed it. <laughs> so, oh, okay. I see it. It was 2007, this is slash I. Um, I don't know what that means. And it's a drama thriller of recluse telemarket at an office where his boss is his only friend as he befriends a new social colleague and uh, sketches paints slash painter um, his dark mind surfaces I gotta watch it it's been a while uh, let's see so yeah that's all that's like listed there oh he also did uh he wasn't in every one but he was the creator of like shorts called horrified where different actors would tell like a story that happened to them true stories um, some of them would be like sort of embarrassing stuff. Some would be a little over exaggerated. Uh, uh, I don't really remember what they, there were so many of them, but they would just talk about their, uh, self. Um, Corey English hosted it and then, uh, there were different actors that were, uh, in it. Oh, Rachel Lee Cook was in one. Um, Brie Grant, Adam Green did one of himself, uh, Jordan Ladd. Jeff Lewis, uh, Joe Lynch, of course, Tyler Maine did an episode. They weren't that long. They were like maybe seven minutes or something, or if that, they were just stories about their life. Um, but they should probably be on Aeroscope website if they're still on there. I haven't been to that website in a while. But I'm assuming it's still up and has all the Halloween shorts on there and you can order, I was saying before you came on, that you can get the Hatchet comic books, the Holliston comic books. And I'm pretty sure he's still, whenever you buy them, um, he'll sign them for you uh, when you buy them through his website. So, hmm. But yeah, Adam's awesome. <laughs> yeah. When he was at Spooky Empire and he was talking about, um, like he didn't, he doesn't charge for his autograph. Like if you have something or if you bought something like of his, like there's no extra cost. It's just straight out 15 bucks, 20 bucks, like depending on what it was at the time, you know? Um, but he was saying it was great because during the panel, he was like, you know, he's like, I, you know, other guests, I mean, he doesn't judge them, do what you got to do, but he goes, but I, we will never charge for a fucking, or I will never charge for a fucking autograph. 
<laughs> so, which was really cool of him. He really he really appreciates his fans. Yeah, um, he seems like it. I don't really know him that well, unfortunately, <laughs> but yeah, he seems really cool. What I've seen of him. Yeah. Yeah, I met Shane a lot. <laughs> to be honest, I say the only movies I know of his, of course, are the Hatchets and Frozen. So, yeah, and then what I saw of him on the Joe Bob segment. So he seems like really down to earth guy. Yeah, I, I was like, it kind of sucked for him because there weren't that many people, but it was cool for me because I got to hang out with uh, him, Corey, Laura, and uh, Joe. Um, the very first Walker Stalker Con. I don't know if they're doing it anymore. I haven't yeah, seen I'm not it. sure. But um, they were told that it was a horror convention and it turned out to be a Walking Dead convention. So they're like the only people there that's like thinking I it's a horror That's the one I went to because I went to a Walker Stalker Con. I don't think it was one of the first ones though. Okay. Let me look at the year. I'll have to pull up my pictures of them back. But I'm talking. But yeah, and, and so Andrew Lincoln was there, and like when his panel was like freaking packed to the back wall, you I know. Imagine. And then the Halston cast was next. There was like two rows. I got to sit in the front row. <laughs> I felt so bad, and people didn't know they were there, and they were like in this back corner, totally separate from the Walking Dead people. Like if you went that far back or whatever, and um, I actually told a few people about them being there and brought them over, and but um. And uh, Corey, she was the only one that I hadn't met because um, I think she had uh, had her baby at the time or was pregnant and she couldn't go to Orlando for whatever reason. And it was just um, uh, Dave Brocky, who has passed away from Gore, uh, who was Odorous Urungus. Um, so I'm glad I got to meet him. Um, and I actually got a picture with him in the Gore or in, I'm sorry, in the odorous outfit and then just him as Dave Brocky. So that's pretty cool that I actually got two pictures of him um, out of costume. And, uh, but yeah, so I met them and I met D Snyder a couple a few times. Um, but I was really hoping Corey would be there because just before, like I hadn't heard of Holliston at first, it used to be on chiller, I think when that channel was still on and then they switched it and I, I don't remember, but um, I told him how I just exactly. seen, how I had just seen the first couple episodes prior to meeting them, and I'm like, awesome show, or, or maybe it was a month before I met them. I just got because they were announced, you know, and then I was like, oh, who are they? And I looked them up, and I was hooked on Holliston since, <laughs> <laughs> and I was hoping to meet Corey. And actually, when I went to Walker Stalker, I mean, yeah, they had some good walking, you know, good Walking Dead people, but I was really looking forward to meeting um, uh, Corey. And uh, I had even told her that, and she's like, "Hey, we're looking forward to meeting." I'm like, "Yeah, like I'm a, I love Holliston," and I was, you know, disappointed you couldn't make it to uh, Orlando. And she's, you know, just talking about how she had her baby and all that, and that she wanted to come but couldn't make it. And oh, and that was the year um, they were okay, thankfully. But at the airport, I guess there was a shooting or something, and they were stalled on the plane, so they were um, weren't there the first day. They were there the second and third day, and. Um, yeah, Danielle was there and I had asked what happened or why they weren't there. And she's like, oh, you didn't hear about the shooting. And she told me, she goes, they're all fine. But but yeah, they got delayed. And so they just had to sit in the plane and, you know, they didn't leave and they got stuck there. Um, so that was a scary experience there. And, and Corey was telling me, I was just like, yeah, I was really freaky. Like, I didn't know what was going on. And I can imagine. Uh, but yeah, I just looked up the first con, the uh, 
apparently was in Atlanta and it was in 2013. And yeah. I went to the one that was in Chicago in 2015. So okay. I'd went a few years later. Uh, yeah. But if you look up, I'm pretty sure I mentioned it before a while back ago, but um, if you look up Holliston or Holliston Walker stalker con, um, you'll see me and this other girl who went on stage and they did like a Holliston live episode. And we had a couple of lines. We were a part of it there. And uh, oh, nice. yeah. So you see me um, sitting at the table and they're on the couch and they're talking about going to a convention <laughs> and that's like the live show that they did. And um, it was like maybe about 30 minutes and Is that uh, on your YouTube or it's not on my YouTube. Actually, I should probably like favorite and put it on my playlist is what I should do. I don't know why. I've yeah, never there you go. I don't know why I've never put it on my playlist, but uh, I think it was Walker Hollis type in Holliston Walker Stalker. Let me see. Um, but it was funny. Daniel Harris came on Kane Hodder and Kane was hilarious because they did that. Um, how he was re replaced in Freddy versus Jason. And he's like, Ugh. like he freaks out like, no, he was replaced in Freddy versus Jason. And, he, <laughs> and then um, they were talking about his books or talking about him. Right. He's like, I write things goodly. <laughs> yeah, Kane's great. I like, yeah, he's really funny. Like we saw him. I forget what con it was called. I, I, I think it was Mad Mobs. Yeah, Mad Monster. Well, they called it Mo Mobster and Monster. So they was flipping between names. I think it was in the changing process. But he was there, and he had dressed up in Jason Seven's makeup. And um, he was also there out of makeup as well. And um, they also, I think, had a, it was, I want to say it was autobiography. They had this writer dude with them that also helped him with like this TV show. It was like Eye Killer or something like that. And it was, uh, I had the disc around here somewhere. It's actually quite funny if you ever come across it. Mm -hmm. I think it's called Eye Killer. And, um, we was, we was only there for one day and somebody, I forget who it was, but somebody had told us that Kane wasn't going to do um, signatures that day. So we had actually seen him right before he was going to go up on a panel and we sat next to him and of course didn't have a pin with us, but we was like, you know, we was told by somebody that you wasn't going to be here like the next day. Did you mind like signing or stuff? He's like, yeah, sure. You got pin. I was like, Oh, sorry. You know, we don't have one. And then, so he decided when he went up on the panel that he made an announcement that he was going to sign stuff after he goes, I don't know why people are saying I'm not signing stuff. I'm going to sign stuff. So, hmm. so I thought that was pretty cool that he made I don't know if it was somebody in his group or somebody a part of the con or just some random person. I don't really know, but somebody had told us that, you know, he wasn't going to sign stuff. And I was like, well, that sucks because yeah, what's we're point? here for one day. <laughs> we're right. getting the hell out of Chicago. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I found it, um, which I, I guess I'll have to favorite to my playlist, but it it's listed as Holliston panel script reading Walker stalker con. Uh, eight years ago, she had posted it. Uh, someone named Kim uh, Powell posted it. Uh, it's 20 minutes and 46 seconds. Um, but it's funny because besides our few little lines, um, and poor Laura, she was sick. Uh, that we like, she barely lost her voice or could talk. Like you know how her, she sounds. Like how she talk. Like she has that high pitched voice. Uh, I felt so bad for her. But uh, so 
Kane came on, Daniel Harris and Zach Galligan <laughs> came on also as part of the script, which was really funny. Um, I like how uh, Emma Bell was supposed to be there, who was in Frozen, and she canceled for whatever reason. And part of the lines, it was funny because Joe was like, Emma, Emma Bell will be there because she was supposed to be written into the suit. And he's like, right? <laughs> because she didn't show up. <laughs> His reaction was so funny. And, and it was great because um, they were in the back, you know, and since, uh, like I said, I got to hang out with them a lot because there weren't a lot of people, but I told them that I, I did bring a few people over. So, you know, I let people know they were there. And um, But what was funny was at the party of... If you see Halston, they do a dance in an episode called um, uh, Kevin's Wedding, where Corey gets all drunk uh, while she's there, and her and Adam do like a really funny dance. <laughs> and uh, they actually, she actually, um, her and Adam did that dance while they were at the party, like, oh, how did that go? Because I was just joking around, then they started doing the dance. It was like, yes, they're doing the Halston drunk dance. <laughs> they were, they were so much fun. And um, I had a uh, California root beer um, as my drink, and I told Laura what it was. And she's like, ooh, that sounds better than mine. <laughs> what is, I've never heard of a California root beer. Um, well, instead of using beer, I didn't, I didn't use beer or I just, um, but it tastes like a root beer. It's, um, Kahlua. Oh shit. What else is in it? I forget the ingredients. I have to look at, I haven't had any in a while, but they call it a California root beer. And, uh, but yeah, it was just so funny though. Her reaction. Uh, I, I could swear I turned that down. Apparently I failed. Uh, but she was so funny <laughs> just the way she said it because you know like I said she has that high pitched voice and she's just like ooh that sounds better than mine <laughs> <laughs> oh and then there was a um, market that there was another Holliston joke that was brought up it was funny um, we were talking there was like a marketplace and I'm like oh like a market basket because Laura couldn't say market basket and they turned it into a whole joke on Holliston and I was like, is there a market message? She's like, I know. I'm like, I'm sorry. I like that just reminds me of that episode. <laughs> and she's like, you know, Laura was really having trouble saying that too. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. Ingredients of a California root beer. Okay. It has 40 milliliters of Russian standard vodka, 20 yep. milliliters of Kahlua. Yep. 30 milliliters of whatever the fuck this is, a Galileo. Gallon, yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, and so it just says soda water, it doesn't say how much. Yeah, you can also, I know some people you have put like beer in it, but I don't like beer, so but yeah, soda water. but like with those ingredients together, it actually tastes like a root beer, though. <laughs> the sweet, nice, and I can actually have it because I can't have gin, so I have to be careful with my drinks, but I haven't drank in so long. Yeah, I probably get drunk off one drink, like it's like drinking a root beer like, like you wouldn't even know it's like it doesn't even taste like alcohol you could get drunk nice. those are the best drinks well they can be they can get you messed up quick yeah the ones with flavor it's like you gotta remember now it is alcohol <laughs> right yeah because uh i used to drink tequila well for a while i was drinking a uh, amarillo stone sour and then i got tired of them i started drinking tequila sunrises those are good <clears throat> and then uh i don't remember then we had this one thing it was called a bomb sickle 
it was like uv blue and lemonade mixed together oh my god you know those red white and blue popsicles yeah tastes just like them <laughs> mix wow. get some uv blue mix it with lemonade oh my god it's so good hmm. i don't even know um uh, i guess they still I, like i said i'm drinking forever so i don't even know if there's such a thing as uv blue anymore like I said, I usually only drink at conventions. I'm not that much of a big drinker, but shit, I didn't even drink at my wedding. <laughs> I barely ate because it was just like so much chaos. Because we just had like it's going to sound odd, but we had like a pizza buffet. Because place we had it at, we didn't have it at a church. We had it at uh, this place that had like a hall that you can rent. And because we couldn't find a church that would allow us to do what we wanted to do. So we had it at this convention hall and just had the reception and everything there. And they also owned a restaurant and a bar, which were connecting doors. So we also ordered food from them. And if anybody wanted a drink, they could go next door to the bar. You didn't even have to go outside. You could go right through a door and get what you wanted. So we just ordered the pizza from there and they brought it out and, so I barely even got to eat because it was this. Apparently, my grandpa was being rude. I got told about it later. Apparently, my grandpa was being rude to people. So I was like trying to deal with stuff like that. Right. Yeah. Oh, boy. <laughs> Good times, though. Yeah. I usually like, like I said that last time, which lasted a long time, but I had that fireball that I had gotten. But usually, I just end up getting drinks from people and i'm there like i've met some people they had some jello shots so i'm like fuck it have some jello shots and whatever God, I, i've had some jello shots <laughs> a friend of mine turned she's a lot younger than me turned 21 and we all just kind of stayed at her house and she was so obviously celebrating being 21 that's really funny stories with that but i won't embarrass her <laughs> but um yeah we all went to sleep it was like we all slept in the living room so we could all be together. And me and another friend of ours, uh, he's gay, but we was laying on the floor. And this is kind of relevant that he's gay. I'm just not bringing it up for no reason. But <laughs> we're laying on the floor together. And I think there's people on the couch, whatever. And he woke up thinking that we slept together. <laughs> it's like no honey you're still gay you're good <laughs> oh my god i thought i woke up straight oh. <laughs> yeah, it was fun i it's was like, like, the it's like uh, I, I go to bed and i wake up gay what wait no i'm not <laughs> yeah he was so drunk he thought he, he became straight <laughs> oh, that's funny <laughs> oh boy <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, interesting times, but God, it's been forever since I drank. And hell, we got like a we got a bottle of vodka here. Don't, it, don't I've never drank it. He got it to like clean something off his vape or some shit. I don't know. And then we got several bottles of wine that we got from like either before the wedding or at the wedding. So I got one bottle as a gift from the wedding it's really cool it's one of those living label wines that you have this app on your phone that you hold it up and the label comes to life hmm. it's a walking dead wine but yeah we've see we've been married what four years now i think so it's like four years old <laughs> at least well isn't stuff supposed to get better as it ages i would assume but i don't know how 
It's usually like the expensive wines like that. I mean, some of the yeah. wines. It'll turn into hooch, he says. <laughs> I guess I should maybe crack one open, maybe. I don't know. I I don't know how much quality the ones with the living label have. But the other ones are probably trash, to be honest. Because they were just some cheap ones. They used to do quarter auctions. And would just won them. <laughs> so God knows. I got this. I left it back at my parents' house. I got this huge ass bottle of pineapple vodka. It's probably definitely no good now. It's probably good almost 10 years old now. But it's just been sitting there. It's this big, bright yellow alcohol. <laughs> it doesn't look good at all. I got it for free. So oh, I guess technically a quarter. Yeah, no. <laughs> All right. So uh, Tuesday, um, doing a special show at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So I guess one o'clock for you. <laughs> um, Aviana uh, Snow, who's in the upcoming movie, uh, How They Kill Monsters, which uh, we had both uh, Lindsay uh, Crane on and Stuart Spark, who... Uh, did the Book of Monsters, and he's doing this one, and Lindsay is going to be on it as well. Uh, they are doing the Kickstarter, so uh, we'll be talking about that and helping promote that. Um, they did say probably later on they'll come back on again and talk about it also, so figure nice. out a date on that. But they uh, both said they would love to come back, so we'll hear uh, more details from the director himself. So, But until then, uh, we got Aviana coming on. Um, I'm going to double check, um, but probably Thursday, Lou Taylor will come on seven o'clock. We'll see. So I got a message him back this Thursday or 22nd, the 22nd. Yeah. 22nd. So, okay. Hopefully. So I'm going to message him tomorrow and, uh, make sure we're still on for that because last message to him, he goes, we'll try for that. So I don't know after a few times here, I mean, I still <laughs> want him to come on. So, right. So yeah, I got almost all his stuff done so hopefully i'll get as much as i could get of the other person's done before tuesday yeah that's gonna be hard but i'll get what i can <laughs> i'll probably be able to watch like a couple movies of hers yeah and then we'll be talking about of course the how to kill monsters so we'll have enough to watch there probably watch uh i'm I, i'm halfway done i i was tired last night it was good i'm not saying it was bad but i started watching uh the uh lockdown hauntings interesting uh tony todd is like um a paranormal person talking about it on like an app that people are watching and uh it's in um when i did my promo video the test video today um i was talking to her a little bit prior and then after for like 20 minutes she was really nice to talk to and you know she was asking about me and my job and where i'm from and you know we we're just talking for a little bit and she's excited to come on but she was saying how that was actually filmed uh during covid it was a real lockdown when they filmed yeah. that nice so, so i was like oh that's an interesting fact <laughs> so so of course you know she'll go into all that detail but <laughs> i just found that interesting i thought i'd share that anyway no big deal not nothing too much <laughs> a little tease of what's to come <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And it, it is on uh, Tubi, so if anyone wants to watch The Lockdown Hauntings, um, I think a couple of other, or other movies might have been, too. I'm not sure. Yeah. But, 
the blood spirit mm -hmm. and hang on let me pull up her notes because i have where they're streaming in my notes uh vampire virus is on tubi blood spirit is on tubi the tombs the seven a uh, dangerous game and bad caller are on tubi bad um, callers on there okay well, where'd my good pen go and there's she's gonna a part in time to dance that's on netflix the convent is on plex and there's a movie called guest in london it looks like she's got a small part in that it's just called colleague number five uh that's on hulu that's all the ones that I was able to find streaming where I was able to watch them. But okay, um, was the Hollow on any of those, or you didn't see that one? I did not see that one. Let me phone here because it will actually tell me where it's streaming. <laughs> I don't know why it's different on my phone than it is. Either that, or I haven't figured out where to find it on the computer. Right. Or more likely. <coughs> See what's called the ho uh, hollow. It says it's on Prime, but it says it's four ninety nine. Okay, probably so you it. have to pay for it. It is technically on Prime, but it's not free to watch. So you can rent it on Prime, right? And <laughs> it looks like the Lockdown Hauntings is not free to watch anywhere. Uh, according to this, I, I just TV. watched it on Tubi. The Lockdown Hauntings is on Tubi. Let me look here. Because I mean, that's where I was watching it on Tubi. Because <laughs> on here, it's not showing it's streaming anywhere. So let me see. Uh, I promise you, though, it is on Tubi <laughs> because I. Um, well, you know, it does not list it. Okay. That is weird. Uh,. I might look up the hollow on Tubi just for the heck of it, just to see if it does come up. Because, I mean, if the lockdown hauntings is coming up, and Yeah, it doesn't say it's streaming anywhere on IMDb, and usually it it's will tell me it's where it's streaming at. Yeah. Called The Hollow or Just Hollow? I think Just it's Hollow. Called. Just Hollow. Okay. Four Friends on Vacation in a Quaint English Village. Yeah, it's, it's on Tubi. Hmm. I wonder why it only tells me it's on Prime, but you got to pay. Um, let me just look it up, make sure. I mean, that sounds like that would be the movie. It says English Village, and she is, a, you know, <laughs> English. She lives in the UK, so. The holler. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, I guess it's not on Tubi. I lied. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, it's all right. Well, at least you found the lockdown haunting, because according to... What I was looking up, I wouldn't have been able to watch it because I didn't know it was on Tubi. Yeah, because I mean, that's—I mean—that's where I was watching it. That I'm pretty sure. Let me let's see. Lockdown. Let me just type it in real quick. But yeah, I, I double checked it. It's on Tubi. Okay, so yeah, see. That's... Yeah, I I got Tubi pulled up on the computer and. Typed it in, and it was definitely the same art. Uh, yeah, it is, with Tony Todd. Yeah. So. 
Okay, too bad the hollow's not on there. Okay, so you gotta rent the hollow if you want to see that, but eh, whatever. I might find it somewhere. I'll look, but <laughs> if not, I'll just watch the bloodstream, the other couple ones. So but I'm interested in talking about how to kill monsters, though, and <laughs> get a little right news about that. They do have like a little teaser trailer on um, if you go to their Kickstarter, and uh, they got a like a trailer of it it's pretty funny of what they have so far all right but i guess that's it so that's the news for tuesday's show and possibly thursday i'm gonna double check with them tomorrow hopefully it's still on <laughs> maybe by next year we'll have him on maybe, <laughs> maybe he'll be our 100th episode special guest <laughs> yeah that'd be great but either way so and what number are we on now 74 Four, I want to say 75. I think she's going to be 75. I, I forget what I put on there, <laughs> but yeah. Yeah, it says 75 on the title. I just flipped over to look. Thank you. Okay, so she'll be episode 76 Tuesday. Cool, cool. So, wow, 24 away from the big 100. <laughs> so. Man, I'm sure he's just busy. Yeah. Uh, he's had to get called for work, so yeah. must be filming something, I presume. Yeah. I don't think, okay. I think he's popular enough that he wouldn't have a regular job. So yeah. I would assume anyway, I could be totally wrong, but I could be Ooh. blinded by the evil dead. This. <laughs> I'm blinded by evil dead. <laughs> I know you're ready to talk about that for sure. <laughs> That's like the main. Yes, evil dead. <laughs> oh, interesting. I just happened to see this. Uh, apparently, Stephen Lang, um, he was in Don't Breathe and BFW, returned in what looks like a Don't Breathe spin off thriller called old man movie coming october 14th this year oh yeah i just saw it just now it's interesting that's the first i've heard of that like where is that news yeah. <laughs> like it, if you look on a uh, cinema cinema marvelous it's an entertainment website i mean I like just, besides that website like i mean i thought you would think something like that would have been more news and announcements I don't know. I just seen it, so maybe it just got announced. Or it might be announced, maybe. Maybe now. It has a hashtag. No. Uh -huh. It's called Old Man. Uh, called Old Man Movie is what it's called. I saw that there is um Saw 10 is gonna be coming out next year. Yeah. <laughs> Looks like it's got a trailer. I'll have to watch that trailer once we end the show. You stupid mouse, cooperate. Here, I'll, I'll share it. The trailer will be on my news feed so you can find it. Okay, cool. And uh, I'm trying to find something like Blade Disgusting or Eye Horror, but all I'm seeing is uh, random people I've never heard of. There's a page called Horror Fuel I, that's talking about it. I don't know how reliable they are. They let's see the first the first time somebody talked about it, at least according to my Facebook search, 
with some random person I've never heard of. They might not be random. I don't know. But it was on September 15th. But yeah, I don't see anything like iHorror or... Uh, so maybe it is fan made, but there is a trailer. <laughs> so I don't know. We'll have to look at the trailer, see if it's real or whatever. Right, yeah. I if it's real, that would be awesome. I hate oh. that where they had like where people make fake trailers and then you watch it. It's like, what the hell is this? <laughs> I mean, it doesn't look like it's from any other movie. Movie trailer source, uh, it's verified, has a trailer to it. Hmm. So it's looking. What the it's hell? This official trailer. Again. I had already... But anyway, yep, I guess that's it. So thanks to everyone who watched, listening, whether you're listening on Spotify, Apple, whatever, or just uh, catching the replay. And we'll be back Tuesday at 2 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So have a good night. Bye. <laughs>